some walking meditation. Sometimes it's a lot um, more subtle and uh, penetrative than, than we take it to be. Walking meditation can be sometimes uh, kind of difficult because the mind just doesn't feel very concentrated. It, you know, this, that, this, that, this, that. Or it gets very boring. Not just boring, but actually almost um, oppressive, walking up and down, <laughs> walking on a path and then going back again. Whereas often going for a walk is really rather pleasant experience, you know, just kind of moving along, the sense of moving through landscape and sights and sounds, kind of refreshing feeling. But in walking meditation, you know, it's it's not really like that. And uh, because actually, you know, <laughs> walking up and down past the buildings in Amrawadi is you know, once you've been past once or twice, that's about it, really, <laughs> as regards interesting things to see. <laughs> yeah, okay. But just trying to do that, walk backwards and forwards. You know, along a path, 25 paces, 20 paces, 30 paces. Just being with the movement of the body, the sense of moving through, through space. A very close space, not the space of the courtyard or the space of the but just this really like the space that's uh an inch away from you very immediate just like you're chesting your way through through water or something of that nature so it brings you right back uh, uh, feeling because then what you're doing actually is trying to just be aware of of the sense of the periphery of the body the edges of the body. There's quite a lot there. When you do walking meditation, we try to walk with the upper body loose and relaxed, just walking with your legs. And uh, from what I see in general, um, people don't really get into, don't really walk much with their legs and their hips. You know, it's a sort of, pushing through space but actually what happens when you really relax and soften you can feel how does walking naturally occur there's a sense in which you know the the, the beginning of a step begins with some back in the in the hip of one leg and you tip weight onto the other leg and then you swing a leg forward it's basically a hip thing you know so there's a certain swing to it kind of swinging gentle swinging motion if your upper body is relaxed you also get the upper body tends to swing um in a count slightly like in a counter direction to to counteract it so as your as your left leg goes forward your left shoulder tends to come back a little bit so you get something like like that kind of swinging movement it's nice and loosening you know if you get like that so you really get into into relaxing into walking it's not it's not about getting anywhere is it obviously it's not about seeing anything it's not about going places it's about getting into the the physicality of walking it brings you back into your body mm-hmm. really loose loosen the upper body and one of the things that um may be insightful is uh 
why the upper you know the, the upper body isn't very loose you know we tend to walk around slightly um stiffened you know or the, the edge of the skin is is a certain, certain defensiveness to it you know certain kind of closing there because of course often when we're moving around we're more c- moving around through shared spaces that are not necessarily benevolent and trustworthy fortunate they can be random chaotic um abrupt intrusive you know stuff just not necessarily deliberately destructive but at least intrusive loud crashing people moving fast and things of this nature so you get a certain sense of closing uh, across the chest maybe so that you get that closed sense then if you walk like that it is indeed almost like being inside a case <laughs> and we may not notice this this sense of the, the closing of the body because it you don't decide to do it it just kind of it's a natural reflex this thing kind of closes because there's a certain guarded and that's fine you know um, it, it's good that you got that because you don't want to be wide open walking through <laughs> you know Sangsara HQ because <laughs> there's a lot of wacky stuff out there <laughs> so there's a sense of sort of a judicious closing it was also about a note actually oh it's not you know we're in Amarawadi the deathless realm or, you know whatever that is some sense of something that's that's really benevolent so that you can kind of come out of the case and then you feel much more the sense of fluency in your body, the sense of energy in your body. Also, you feel how lovely it is actually to be um, some, you know, in a situation where you, you don't have to be like that. You just feel kind of carefree. You know, try to make walking like you're taking a carefree, happy stroll down the beach feeling rather than a, you know, plod, 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 plod. And take, you're taking it one moment at a time. You know, just just as fast as you like, or as slow as you like, or being able to stop when you like, or move at your own pace. And after a while, you feel the body itself starts to get a sense of the rhythm it wants to move at. Yeah, so you probably need to just bit really try to feel into the body as as it moves along. After a while, you can sense, hey, I'm moving a bit fast here. Most people tend to, by nature, tend to move rather fast. You know because they want, you know, a normal way of movement is getting somewhere. So you say, what do I need to move so fast for? I'm going to walk 20 paces and turn around again. And there's a sense of there's a pushing. And just relax. You know, find, you find a natural pace. And we focus on what makes it possible to to loosen and open the upper body. So we're practicing metta, this morning, at least that's a suggestion, talking about it, get this sense of, um, you know, the being given, something being given, warmth being given, appreciation being given, safety being given, something being given to you. So you're turning, if you like, turning energy this way, in a benevolent way, just like you're so... You know, and you're pra- practicing like that when you're sitting. Just what it's like if you're somewhere where, say, it's warm or you're being massaged or you're just being looked at with affection and appreciation. And how nice it is just to be able to open to that. You know? And, if, you know, obviously, you have different levels <laughs> of how much they want or need, you know. 
so some sense of, of that you you can feel what's right for you, what makes you feel comfortable and happy, and and uh, so you're not having to do and make and work and hold things together, but something's actually supporting you. This is really important, and all of us, I would guess, um, seek that naturally. You know, sometimes we really seek it; we really need it. Other times. We're just comforted by the fact that it's around. We have friends, we have places, we have things that can give us that sense of comfort or support or even just um, knowing where you are, you know, <laughs> like getting some accurate, this is this is who I am, this is where I am, <laughs> when things go really pear-shaped. <laughs> you phone somebody up and, what's going on? You know, just to, just to hear someone talking to you, you know. It's kind of a very fundamental thing, nothing um, esoteric about it. But what's happening, really? You know, we're just getting something coming this way towards us that's actually supporting rather than asking something, you know, rather than taking something away or asking for something. It's just coming towards us. This is, I suggest, a really important bit to get with metta. It doesn't really matter how many flowers are involved with that. You know, sweet it is. Just that it's coming this way and it, it's what you you feel warmed by, held by, comforted by. Now if we can take that out into walking, so just imagine you're walking somewhere really pleasant or you're, you're walking just like that moment you're about to, you see someone you know, someone you like, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> And you get the feeling something you oh lights up. You actually would look forward to meeting them, rather than oh no, you know it's like it's going to do a number on me again. <laughs> you know, so they sense something actually lifts to meet that. You think, oh, oh yeah, there's so and so. Oh, very nice. So you get you know, do you play with it a little bit? You know what it's like to be moving into something benevolent. So that really, you know, this is just your mind, isn't it? And yet. You can use it like that because th- there are certain things that get almost built into the mind that we need to with deliberately play with to counteract. Yeah. So things that get built in can be, well, you know, a bit of a nuisance, or you know, got to make it work, or you know, you're on your own out here, or these not these verbal things, but things that are implicit in um, a situation, you know, working situation for example, um, busy s- street situation. It's, you know, people just want to get past you or get out of the way or whatever. So, you know, it's not... Um, so you're in that kind of environment and probably that can be a considerable portion of the day can be spent in such an environment for many people, you know. So what happens if you're in, if you're in environments that's giving you that kind of message for you know eight, nine hours a day every day, well, you get the message, don't you? <laughs> and nobody has to say anything. You just get the message of, "I'm not interested in you. Get out of my way," or "Get this working," or and so forth. You know, or you know, so you get that particular f- feeling of um, you know of how you're regarded, but to be seen to be regarded with a mind, with a will, with intent of appreciation, of of support, of 
um, you're valuable, you know, you mean something to me. That's, that's more like it, isn't it? And then, you know, what we're kind of trying to remember is, uh, you know, is to carry that because above all, we should mean something to ourselves. <laughs> something valuable and trustworthy and to be appreciated, shouldn't we? Because you know, it, it's not even a verbal thing, it's just the sense of that, that uh, you don't have to deserve or gain or earn. So then there can be a kind of a, an opening to something rather wonderful, joyful. That this moment, as you walk, this moment is actually completely free. You don't know what it is. It doesn't have to mean anything, doesn't have to fix anything, make anything, do anything. It's just a free moment. You know, you've got a lot of free moments here. And you can, you know, your mind can structure in attainments of some kind or another, practices of some kind or another, got to be something or another, you know, got to sustain something or another. <laughs> you can structure those in. And if you, if you like doing that, and that, that that's that's your your call, isn't it? What you want to do with it, but also, you know, to have some time where it's just there's nothing, really, it's a free moment, just enjoy, mm. just enjoy the simplicity of it, the innocence of it, the what it was like, maybe you know, almost the pre-personal, because our personalities get structured around you know, doing and being useful and being worthy and making it work and remembering this and getting there on time and yada, yada, yada. So what it's like before all that stuff came down? Hmm? When you could just kind of just be there. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then you, when you take just kind of, kind of, is that a useful attitude? Is that something you can pick up and make play with, make some use of. You've got some time to just see what, see what it does, see how it affects you. See if it actually reduces these strange tensions and, you know, needs and funny feelings that we can feel ourselves held by. Mm. Not even specific things, just a, a kind of miasma, a sort of a contagion of, of, um, of sadness or of weightiness carrying weight after all this is about enlightenment isn't it not enweightenment enheavyment <laughs> mm -hmm. and then you're just feeling your body like the, f the bits of it the back is obviously a nice kind of steadying sense you know it's the firm sense and then maybe to you feel steady then you just start to feel in your chest your face you move along just what it's like to move into benevolence mm. even slightly rainy benevolence mm. <laughs> 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 
this is the way the uh, forest monks when they in the old days when they had to go into the, these long tudongs in the jungle and they didn't have anything actually so they just had to walk in the jungle with this with a kind of meta suitor in the mind that was the, the only bit they had they didn't have a flashlight even so you just sort of oh well whatever it is <laughs> Whatever's out there, <laughs> may I be well? I mean no harm. It means me no harm. You know that sense of just that and uh, facing you know serious creatures, like tigers and snakes and so forth, and just using that, you know, as uh, well. Right now I'm still alive, so be well, you know, and rather than going in with a fear and so forth, because actually with those creatures, it doesn't there's not much you can do anyway if they come at you. So you might as well go down smiling. (laughs) 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 Actually, most of us don't have to meet, you know, tigers and poisonous snakes, but we do meet the sense of mistrust or pointless or whatever. These, these, which are the tigers of the mind. Yeah. Let be be free, be joyful. Let it be that way. Take it a moment at a time. And also just sensing it in your body, like just don't open the chest, relax the arms, find your own pace. Mm. So that it, the walking then actually centers you. It doesn't it doesn't sort of either trap you because you you feel somehow encased in its in this scenario. Or the mind is sometimes just scurrying out because it's it's so you don't want to be stuck inside this thing. The mind goes running out everywhere. Yeah, but I but uh, those are, those are the those are the uh, the common hindrances of walking meditation. I just get very intense and shut down, and, or the mind just breaks out. You know, goes over the top, over the wall, as it were. So, if there's that wall, where is that? and isn't it useful to even acknowledge that and begin to you know take it down soften it so let's have some time for practice